Welcome to the Horror Hose Podcast. We're switching things up again. We're switching things up again, guys. We uh, realized that we've got a little bit... We don't do well with structure, which is why we are the way we are. Yes, that and (laughs) we have had some rearrangements in our lives. We're both getting divorced, but we're marrying each other. No, um, just kidding. That would be... And we're moving to uh, a small (laughs) little compound in Arkansas. I'm shaving my head so I can wear different wigs every yes. day. Um, That's your yeah. request. And I'm shaving my butthole finally. <laughs> I've heard that. <laughs> so my tongue doesn't get stuck anymore. <laughs> hey, uh, happy 2019. Oh everyone. my gosh. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New- I want to uh, get right into Lick it. Let's um, shave. Yeah. Oh, so what I wanted to talk about. Is our Patreon. We are going hard with Patreon in 2019, so you can be really happy for us and also lick our buttholes if you want. Yes. Um, and you know, part of the reason is because at I finally tier, got a printer. At what tier do they need to, to donate to Kim? Bloody Mary mix. Okay, so like, I really love Bloody Marys. Videos. So, so I, you're going to get videos, exclusive yeah. content, um, yeah. recordings. Extra um, recordings of like TV shows we're watching, shit like that. Um, maybe a little ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> if you're into the ASMR, yeah, I really like am. It doesn't. It's not even necessarily sex noises, but it's just like uh, noises to help you fall asleep. Yeah. I'm gonna be um, doing uh, porno reviews. Yes, Patty's porno reviews. Um, boudoir photos, film shorts, like we've got some good ideas and we're going to start putting them more, way more out on Patreon because we love you and we realize that we want to give you more and we just haven't had the time to do it and we're realizing that we have a little more time now. And also, you know, there are like overhead costs too. Like subscriptions. Oh my gosh! Like we have There's to pay, overhead costs to everything know, like, that we yeah. pay for. Yeah. So, so we have to in order to produce more content. Obviously, like basically, I made that Bloody Mary video and it has taken me already three hours. Uh, Immediately when I got home, my husband called me two times and I ignored both of the phone calls because I was filming fine. a video. <laughs> I'm, I'm really so, yeah, excited. but I like I doing it. See so. it. Yeah, um, uh, it'll be up there, so you'll get to so, see yeah, it. Yeah, and, donate to yeah. our Patreon. We'll be doing like drunken crafts. Drunk crafts. I'm really excited about the boudoir photos, to be honest. Like, TBH. Um, boobs. Uh, we're going to be updating our own photos, too. I know it's been, like, a year since we took our, like, really yeah. nice photos. So, we're going to be um, uploading We both photos. look different. You have shorter hair, and I have gained 40 pounds. <laughs> no. Bullshit. Not 40, but maybe a couple. She has uh, <laughs> Well, my hair isn't black anymore. It's, like, it's brown. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing um, that's changed. Thank My you. hair has drastically changed. Yeah, right? you're a brunette like, now. It's not like long and reddish anymore. It's um, yeah, it's like shorter and, you know what my hair looks like? It wasn't wine, Kevin. It wasn't a wine. It wasn't a wine. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, we're going. We're building on our theme of aliens. So today we're talking about <laughs> signs. Yeah, we're talking uh little M Night Shyamalan. And I love M Night Shyamalan. I, I really do. really do. I don't think I love that this there's movie. Yeah, it's me really too. I don't think that there's a, a movie of his that I do not like. I think Ooh, the only one the one that is my least favorite is probably like Lady in the Water. Um, I didn't see that one. I did see that one, but I only saw it one time, and I'm thinking then that's why, you know, it's because I only saw it one time, so I feel like I didn't love it. Um, But every every single other one of his movies I've seen multiple times. M. Night Shyamalan. Melly Gibson. Melly. A little... Little smelly Melly Gibson. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. I almost said Phoenix River. It's like... River Phoenix. River Phoenix. His bro. His his bro. Who's no longer with us. R.I.P. Rory Culkin. And Abigail Breslin yeah, are like, so they're all the main characters. In there. Um, oh she's God. tiny. She's it's almost like hard to tell that it's her because she, well, no, I feel like she has a distinct face, but like going from that to then going to like yeah. zombie land uh-huh. is just totally, totally yep. different. She's, she is teeny, teeny tiny. And Macaulay Culkin's little brother, mm-hmm. Rory. Rory. Yeah. Macaulay and Rory. Yeah. Okay. Which Rory is also Although in. Although Rory now looks like, holy fuck, he's oh, yeah. something. Um, now he's, he's a big boy now. 
and it was uh, made in 2002. And Which when this first came out, it's PG-13. 2002. I mean, I was like years. just becoming like I think a freshman in high school because you I graduated know, in 06. It's weird because when we decided to do signs, I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, it's in my head. It just didn't seem like, oh my god, signs was made 17 years ago. I mean, the aliens in signs are obviously like very CGI. Yeah. yeah not just very CGI. They are CGI. And you know, one of the only things that kind of annoys me about the movie is that you don't really get to see the aliens, like, direct on very much. Right, because when you They're see the one in the end, it's still kind of in the in shade. Shadows, you see his teeth, he's like... Yeah, that chittering. Yeah. yeah. That's very, like, creepy. Or you see them in reflections. Yeah. Or you see just their hands. Leg, like, a leg. Fingers, I just saw a foot. Like, a leg. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you see it on, like, choppy video kind right, of, like, Right, um, right, VHS looking ass yeah, video. Yeah, exactly. I just, like, we start with the opening credits, mm-hmm. and I just remember thinking, like, oh my god, scary music. Yeah, the song is scary. The song is, the opening credit, the song is scary, the credits are scary. It's, like, the um, blue lettering. Well, it's a black yeah. lettering, but it's like the blue well, it's background. Black. It's like the baby oh, blue background, but it's like opposite. vignette. So yeah. it's like all like vignette around it and then blue. It's just very like... Eerie. Is it like Hitchcock looking yeah. kind of? It's like really, really creepy. Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix are sleeping. And they're brothers. Um, they're brothers. Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is the younger brother and his name's Meryl. And okay, I've had a, like a sick obsession with Joaquin Phoenix I for know, like you. most of my life. I love I, him. I love his cleft lip. I want to put D, my bubble on it. I remember when Gladiator came out. <laughs> That's and how long we've known each other. Remember when Gladiator came out and you're a fucking pervert. <laughs> and you were like, oh my god, care. Joaquin Phoenix, he's so fucking hot. And I'm, I'm like, like, I don't even care that he's evil and he's trying to fuck his sister or is fucking yes. his sister like I what is wrong with you why do you think he's so hot he's He's so so hot he's like mysterious and like strong and silent quiet oh is that's exactly what I married the strong silent type my husband doesn't oh my gosh (laughs) I married Joaquin Phoenix oh my gosh high five Joaquin with a a beard nailed it D oh my (laughs) (laughs) you guys I'm recording um I really, really like him. They Mel Gibson uh, kind of wakes up to like a scream, but he doesn't realize what it is immediately. So he starts brushing his teeth, yeah. and he hears it again. So he like walks out of the bathroom. And Mel is an ex-pastor. By yes, ex-pastor, yes. Ex-pastor, which, I mean, the whole movie kind of essentially rotates like around his story, really. Yes, right. it's a story about aliens, but really it's yes. a story about him. And it uh, coincidence versus like getting lucky versus like it's a it's yeah it's pretty Every, deep like, actually it's basically like the whole movie is about like the the fact that nothing's a coincidence right like, everything happens for for a reason, a reason yes yeah. um so good good call good, good, good call lady <coughs> yeah. um so Mel Gibson who his name is um, Reverend Graham Hess he hears his daughter who is Abigail Breslin he hears her scream Bo. And runs out to the field. The cornfield, which the corn stalks oh, gosh, are super it's so high. scary. Which, it is like yeah, picture. Cornfields corn yeah. have been ingrained in our minds as being scary because of Stephen King. And yes, um, Children of the Corn. But we we were raised in Wisconsin and that's something yeah, that we see all the time. Every day. Like everywhere I go except in like the few months of the winter. Winter's very long but like the cornfields are still around for part of winter. Yeah. Um, but Knee high by the 4th of July. Yeah. He runs out. They both bo- they both run out. Joaquin and Mel Gibson. Yep. Um, to the cornfield and they see Bo, Abigail Breslin. I, what should I call them? Am I supposed to call them like by their actor names or Act- am I supposed to call them uh, by their the names in the names. movie? Okay, so we have Graham, Meryl, Morgan, and Bo. Morgan um, is Rory Culkin. Meryl is Joaquin Phoenix. Mel is uh, uh, Graham. the, the Graham, Graham is or Mel. the dad. Um, and Bo is Abigail Breslin. Right. Okay, so I will I will switch it up in my brain. Graham and Meryl run out to Bo and Morgan and they are standing in a corn uh, in a, in a 
crop, crop circle. circle. Yeah. And you kind of like zoom out and it is huge. It's not just one like big circle mm-hmm. like that could be done with like a combine or like, you know, um, people pushing down on like, you know, so I, I saw these things where like they take a, a right. big like um, professional crop circle makers. Right, yeah, they take like a big wooden rod on like yeah. strings and they push it down with their foot and just yep. walk around and like push it down and push it down yes. and push it down in circles. Well, this is like not like that. And also they're happening all over the the world. I mean, I think that they started happening in India. Graham calls the sheriff because he thinks it's Lionel and the boys. Yeah. Um, and Lionel is one of the neighbors. He's like a, you know, a, a mischievous. Lionel Pritchard or something. Yeah, Lionel yeah. Lionel, I think it's Pritch, uh, Pritch, Pritchard or something yeah. like that. Um, he's, he's a cock face. <laughs> and he is one of the neighbors who is like mischievous. He causes a bunch of problems. He's always in everybody's face. But also we notice that the dogs are acting weird. So the dogs are acting weird. They're barking at Bo. Bo thinks that the water that she's drinking is contaminated. So she has like this weird, it's kind of like a a tick that she is drinking the water, but she's like, the water tastes funny. It's weird. I don't want to drink it. She'll she'll drink it. The way that she says it. Okay. It has like amoebas. She's like five years old or six maybe. Right. And I don't, the water is, it's contaminated. It's contaminated. It's got amoebas. This water, it don't taste good. It, the whole, right. fa- one thing that you notice is that the whole family is very kind of like bland. All of them, they're very um, kind of strange. The children don't really act like children. Graham has called the sheriff because yeah. of the crop circles. And the sheriff comes over and um, is not too concerned about it. But she does say that, other animals in the town have been acting weird and predatorial. Yeah, um, like violent. Graham all of a sudden does not hear his children. He kind of stops because he's like, I don't hear my kids. They're basically. So, I just, I need to interrupt for just a second. Yeah. I, when I was watching the movie again recently, when he said Lionel Pritchard and the Wolfington brothers are back. That's when, the, so they went outside like when they had, you know, heard noises. This is later. This comes after. Oh, that's later. Yeah, that doesn't happen yet. Okay, never mind. Keep going until and then I will interject yeah. when that comes. When that when that happens, I will I will go to it. Yeah, I wrote sorry. down play for play by <laughs> play. Play for play. Play by she play. She did it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Mel Gibson does not hear his kids anymore. Graham. So yeah. he is like they stop in the cornfield and run out and realize that the dog. The dog is dead mm-hmm. because Morgan, Marie Culkin, stabbed the dog with, like, a barbecue, yeah. like... Tong ski- thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, like, yeah. yeah. Um, because Houdini was, like, a- trying to attack Bo, yep. the daughter. Yeah. Nightfall comes. The officer leaves. Officer Paskey leaves. We, we fast forward to the middle of the night when Graham is sleeping and Bo comes into his room and says, There's a monster in my room. Can, Can I, I have, have a glass, glass of water? water? There's a monster outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? And then she's like, I don't like this water. This water tastes like shit. <laughs> this, <laughs> this water is contaminated. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, like, I'd be like, get your fucking ass to bed. I can't tolerate this shit anymore. There's not a monster in your bed. I hope it eats you, actually. <laughs> I hope this fucking monster eats you. Alive. I hope there are aliens and you're. Do you know what time this it is? It's just a nightmare. How many dead. fucking times have I had to tell you to get your ass back to bed? <laughs> it is 2 30 in the goddamn morning. Do you know I have to work tomorrow? Do you know I gotta pay these fucking bills? <laughs> Gibson impression or was that just like a pissed off parent that's impression? Just, that's I don't just know. me. That was really, really crazy. That's just me all the time. Oh my gosh. No, Do it's not. Know- You're a great <laughs> So Graham goes into the, uh, into Bo's room to like kind of tuck her back into yeah. bed 
And she asks about talking to mom. Like, why are you always talking to mom? And so when you're we're by kinda, yourself. Yeah. yeah, we're kind of realizing that mom is no longer with us. We haven't seen her yet. As this is happening, Graham looks up and sees a figure standing a figure. on the the like roof across, mm-hmm. like the barn roof, like across the 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 property. He runs over uh, to Meryl, who Meryl is the younger brother who yeah. sleeps in the mother-in-law like sweep. It's like a prop, like it's like a kind of loft. Graham goes to Meryl. Hey, like I just saw somebody on a property. Like, so fuck. Yeah, Meryl tells him like. You, okay, there's somebody outside. You need to, like, go outside and be ready to, like, whoop ass. You need to say as many squares as possible. Like, we need to fuck this person up. So they both go outside, yelling and screaming. Ah! I'm insane with anger! We're gonna beat your ass, bitch! We're gonna tear your head off! I'm losing my mind! I've heard ass whooping. I cursed. I heard. They, they try think, to like make a bunch of noise. They think it's those guys yeah. trying to mess with them. But then the people that they think it is, the guys, yeah. like climb up onto the roof super, super quick, crazy. Like, like jump up there. Jump on the roof, like running all around the roof. And they're a little, um, Graham and Meryl are a, nimble. Yeah, they're a little uh, concerned because it's all of a sudden, it's like, too much. It's too yeah. much. Um, so the officer... Like, he ju- like, the, like the person, quote unquote person, essentially like jumped 10 feet straight up into the air. Right. So in the morning, they call the officer back to talk about the disturbance. Yeah. And while this is happening, the officer's kind of sitting at the table waiting for Graham. And Graham is cleaning up all of Bo's glasses of water. <laughs> and there's Bo like has, 10 to 20 yeah, glasses she always, of she water. She always has glasses of water all around because every glass is contaminated. Right. She will not finish a glass of water. Yeah. Then Graham and Meryl are sitting down with Officer Paskey and they're describing <laughs> this man and they're talking about how he was hard he to describe. Or she. <laughs> he or she was hard to describe. That whole that whole discussion was a little annoying. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it was a little annoying, but also it's I really like it. Um, <laughs> except for the part when Joaquin Phoenix says, "I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty fast. And I was running as fast as I could. And this guy he was he was just toying with us. I'm pretty strong." And I'm pretty fast. Yeah. That gives me office, a woody. The officer was like. It could have been a Scandinavian you, yeah. woman. How do you know? How do you know it was a man? It I could mean, have some been of a these woman. female Olympians. Scan, female Scandinavian Olympians. The things that they do. <laughs> and yeah. the reason I ask is because there was this woman in town and she mm-hmm. like started a, a ruckus at whatever like the right. diner or something and she looked scandinavian because of these skateboarders or some shit or no that was a different lady yeah this woman was like going crazy because they did they ran out of like something that she wanted and she started going <laughs> crazy and like yeah. screaming and yelling at everybody and it could have been her yeah it wasn't no <laughs> uh spoiler alert it, it was aliens it was not this one yeah Hostile. It was not a Scandinavian Olympian. They're hostile. Um, In the other room, Bo keeps trying to change the channel, and she keeps saying that the same show was on every channel. So the uh, she can't find the remote. They keep telling her to look in the seat cushions. It's not fucking there. Another spoiler. You need to just go. Uh, He's like, you need to fuck off. But also, um, I'll come in there and find out what's happening. I can't watch TV. That well, then why don't you change channel? The same, the same shows on every channel. This is how she sounds. By yeah, the, the same show is on every station. I would have actually done my impression the exact same way. Yep. <laughs> I feel you. So we go over into the living room and we see that these uh, news stations are like all they all have footage from India, mm-hmm. and there are these crop circles everywhere. Oh, so, um, oh. what the person on the news, which is kind of like, it reminds me a little bit of the guy that's on, um, the alien files or whatever, like oh, on yeah, the yeah, history yeah. channel where he's got like the crazy yeah, fucking yeah. hair. I can't remember his name, 
But, like, yeah, Navi's like the meme. I'm not saying it was aliens, but, but it, it was, was aliens. aliens. Yeah, exactly. I'm not um, saying it was aliens, <laughs> uh, but it was but aliens. It was aliens. <laughs> um, so it's either, they're saying that this is either, like, an elaborate hoax that there are these, so many people either came together all over the entire world to create all of these crop circles at the same exact time Mm -hmm. or this is for real and it's really aliens and i'm not saying that i believe in aliens but it just gave me goosebumps that i just Mm -hmm. said that (laughs) um so the family is trying to like get their mind off of what's happening in town Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, happening in the whole world. So they go into town to try to take their minds off of what they're all dealing with. Mm-hmm. They all have their own adventures. The kids go to the library. And there's that soda commercial that's on the entire time. Do you remember that? Yeah, and the the, the like old farmer guy, he's like, no, oh, they're just trying to sell sodas. There's like 12. That's some, some soda. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Yeah. Give me that shit. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Give me that some, some soda. I feel like that's... Especially in the alien invasion. Yeah, that's a co- exact commercial. That's yeah. That. And then... They did the same thing in Independence Day. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. No, yes. I'm, I'm teasing. I didn't actually <laughs> do that. Um, so there are aliens on... TV in the library as um, Morgan is looking for books about aliens. Yeah. And he buys one. Um, and then on the radio at the pharmacy where Graham is, there's uh, the Reverend. Uh-huh. Um, on the radio, they're talking the about the alien invasion. Basically, this alien invasion, <laughs> like, everyone's talking about it because it's happening in the it's whole like, entire world. literally happening. Right. And they're, like, seeing lights and stuff. They're seeing UFOs. Right. And so even though they are in a more of like a rural farm community, they're still, they're dealing with it. But I feel like at a not at, like we're near Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. that shit would be fucking crazy. There would be UFOs everywhere out of Milwaukee. I mean, we're not the biggest city in the United States. But we're right next to Lake Michigan though. We're right next to Lake Michigan. Oh, so they maybe wouldn't be here. That's very true. Oh, because we're really, we're like... Really right on close. the water. Like, we're like Milwaukee is on Lake Michigan. We're like, in, we're, har- we're a water. harbor city. Yeah. yeah. Um. So good call. Good call, my baby girl. <laughs> um. And Merle Merrill is at the Army Recruitment Center, and so we go into this little story about how he's trying to um, he's thinking about joining the military. Yeah. Well, yeah. Each so Merrill. And the Rev, they each have their like own little side story. The Rev, mm-hmm. his whole side story has to do with his wife and her death, her mm-hmm. gruesome death, mm-hmm. and how he I'll has into that, not yeah. coped with her death over the years, mm-hmm. and how it has clearly affected the mental health of his fucking children too. Mm-hmm. And then Merrill also like he was uh, like a star in the minor league baseball whatever um and he wasn't ever able to go into the major leagues because he held himself back in several ways and they're just like weird people i like yeah anyway go ahead (laughs) while he's at the recruitment center um the recruiter says sorry i have jerky in my mouth I like meat in my mouth. Especially maple bacon. (laughs) The recruiter recognizes Meryl. It's Mm kind of like, you have like a a minor star baseball player. So he's really excited to have him. But then Lionel, we meet Lionel finally. Yeah. We talked about in the beginning. Is also in the recruitment center. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking dick. Lionel Pritchard. He's a pussy. He's an asshole. He... Reminds the recruiter that Merrill also has the minor league strikeout record. And then he Merrill, has like the most strikeouts for any two players, like in the yeah, like he has the amount of strikeouts that two players would have. So that's why he never went to the major, major leagues, leagues, yeah, is because he struck out so much. But then Merrill is he's like leaving the, the he's like, it just felt wrong not to swing, felt wrong not to swing, but then he comes at him, he like does a thing, yeah. where he like. Comes at him and then Lionel Pritchard like freaks out because he's a pussy. Yeah, he's a talk. He's a shit talker. Well, he's a fucker. And uh, the Reverend's wife, the last, her last words were, "Swing away." Yeah. See, See? swing away. Yep. 
her last words. So this whole movie is basically essentially about that everything happens for a reason. So from Meryl being a shitty swinger. (laughs) It comes back. It comes back, and she her last words to her husband are, swing away. Morgan buys an alien book. Uh-huh. They all meet for pizza. And as they're meeting for pizza, they see M. Night Shyamalan. <coughs> yeah. Ray right. Reddy. Yeah. And at this moment, we don't know exactly who he is, but we realize that it's awkward. There's awkward eye contact. And I also found what was really weird about this moment is that he, we realize that he did something wrong, but yeah. then he gets in his vehicle and like squeals his tires and like speeds away. Yeah. If I is weird. was this much of a dick, I would like retreat and be like, oh my gosh, like I already did something so terrible. I'm not going to try to be even more of a dick by like no. speeding away and squealing my tires and like making a scene. Like I'd a like pay asshole. for their, pay, secretly pay for their food and then like squeal out. And then like go or home and kill myself. Out, but, like squeak out as well. Yeah, he's a piece of shit, but whatever. Garbage. We get, there's awkward, it's really, really awkward. Like, this is like an unavoidable, awkward moment in the movie. So we get back home, and as the family is in the car, the baby monitor starts to go off. And they're talking about, like, being nerds and having the baby monitor. Yeah, the old in the beginning, they talk about the baby monitor. I failed to say that. The baby monitor is used for walkie-talkie. Yeah, oops. Uh, the sheriff in the beginning <laughs> says, like, if you were trying to use a walkie-talkie, do you have an old baby monitor laying around? Because it'll only work one way, but it's Still like, uh, you know, it's like a walkie-talkie. So they get back in the car, and the baby monitor starts going crazy. There's, like, all this clicking. There's two of them talking. So they start hearing um, Predator. Oh, Predator, but like, oh god, I can't make those. I can't make. I can't do it either (laughs) because you know why that was a movie and it's sound effects. (laughs) So they start. They uh, like get to the top of the vehicle, and I love that scene where they're like all on the top of the vehicle holding this baby monitor together, but they're like all touching each other. Like they're all holding onto each other on the top of the vehicle Uh and like holding this baby monitor to try to reach it to the highest point that they can to get some yeah, noise out of it. because the it's higher really, they went, the more Yeah, the, the more they could hear. Um, so we um, get to night, and so they're all, like, suspicious. We get to night, and um, they are feeding the do- other dog, Isabel, the one that has survived, and she's barking at the corn. And this is a creepy scene. Nothing really happens at this point, <laughs> um, except for the fact that the dog is barking, and Meryl is feeding her... Where I grew up in far northwestern Wisconsin, I'm sorry, I just have to say this little side story. So there's a term, it's called coon in the corn. And coon in the corn means stealing, like a little raccoon, like with little fingers, um, stealing farmer's corn. My cousins and I wanted to uh, one day, we, we were actually out there on invitation to go pick corn with my grandma and of course we were all like 18 19 years old whatever and she was telling us about how like she and her classmates you know in the freaking 60s or 50s whatever they used to go oh yeah we'd coon that cornfield we're like oh you guys would moon the corn like you oh you'd moon the corn and she'd be like oh you guys you're just so naughty you're so silly you're so naughty and we just dropped our pants and we mooned the corn you guys did that there's yeah and she took a picture of us (laughs) mooning the corn Did there you know that she four, was taking the photo? So there are four of us. Yeah, we knew. Oh. <laughs> so there are four of us lined up in the row, just like, dr- and not like full drop trowel, like to our ankles. Like there's or no butthole. No, no. We were just, you know, like pulled our, <laughs> pulled our, pulled our pants down enough like for a crack to show to the corn and we are just all like, <laughs> to, the, to the picture. Oh my gosh. That's a great picture. I hope she has it somewhere where we can all find it one day. <laughs> Just a good, good memory. Anyway, we'll put it on our Patreon. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and uh, go moon moon the corn. It's fun. <laughs> um. 
So this is the point in the movie where Graham goes out to the cornfield yeah. and he sees the leg, like how you saw a leg in the cellar, shaker yes. cellar basement. Um, Isabel is barking at the corn. Graham goes out with his flashlight and yeah. he's just looking around or whatever. He drops his flashlight. He hears something over his shoulder. He picks it up, smashes the flashlight to turn it back on and turns the... To, like shifts his body and points the flashlight down the like a row of like an aisle like there's no corn and a path and there's a leg a blue-ish hued leg that turns and pulls back into the corn and he freaks the fuck out runs back inside yeah sits down at the kitchen table and several incidents of freaking the fuck out in this movie yeah I mean duly so right Meryl is just reading a book, sitting in the living room, doesn't realize that Graham has come back in and has sat down at the kitchen table. The kids are still doing dishes and joking around, you know, they're splashing water in each other's faces, just chilling it. Life has essentially just changed. (laughs) Oh, for Meryl. Or for Graham, yeah. Well, just, yeah, because now Dad has seen the actual alien. He believes it for sure now. Now we know. They turn the TV on and... They were trying to, so when they went into town, they had the TV <laughs> off. They were kind of trying to escape reality, just kind of get out of their heads and yeah. get away from, like, the what house. has been going on. And, yeah, trying to just, it'll all blow over. Yeah. But it's not all blowing over. They turn the TV on, and there are UFOs over Mexico City. Yep. Multiple UFOs. I mean, all these lights. They're not like, showing up on radar. Right. They, uh, flew, they yeah. came into town, and they were not... Uh, noticed like the neither governments they say noticed that these aircrafts were coming into so close to the city. I mean they were just hovering above yeah. less than a mile. Yeah, I like, mean they were like three feet off the ground. And they were <laughs> yeah. that huge. They were just knocking buildings over. I don't know. It don't but, matter. Uh, you can see them. You can see them. It doesn't, yeah, you can see them. They look close enough to the ground. They look very, there's some animosity going on there. Like, oh, yeah. they're, they're close enough. The kids have fallen asleep on the couch. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so Graham. Like your husband. Yeah. <laughs> they have a philosophical conversation. Mm-hmm. As they get really deep. They do like these weird children. Yeah, because they're, they're really so weird serious. fam. They're weird family. They, re- they they start talking about how there are two groups of people. Yeah. There are the people who believe in miracles, mm-hmm. and they think that the lights are a good thing, that the lights... Everything, that the yeah, US, so, oh, it all happens for a reason. Right, it's And we're good. all protected by God, and all the blah, blah, blah. Right. And then there are the other people who are like 50-50, half bad, half good. They they believe that they are on their own. Yeah. They don't... They, it could be good, it could be bad, they don't know, and whatever happens, they're on their own. Right. But Graham thinks that it is the end of the world. Meryl says to him, do you think that this is the end? And Graham <laughs> says, yes, I do. And Meryl is kind of like, how can you say that? You know, you really, really think that? Well, yeah, he does. <laughs> he doesn't believe in God anymore. He was a reverend, and then his wife was horrifically killed. But... And we didn't get that flashback yet. We get that flashback right after this. Oh, sorry. So, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Patty, you're ruining the story. Ah! I'm still in the very beginning of the movie. No, I have two pages left, three pages left. My God. I, it's taking forever because we skipped a lot of we skipped a lot of other things and I took a lot of notes. Do people get lucky or are there miracles? Meryl tells us throw-up story. Mm-hmm. Listen to the movie. Watch the movie for that. I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. So then we go into Joaquin Phoenix's little little story about puking. Yeah. It's disgusting. Ugh. ugh. (laughs) Um, He almost got puke in his mouth, but it's okay. Yeah, it's a good Um, one. We've all been there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We've all almost thrown up in someone's mouth or on someone's dick, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Meryl, Graham says to Meryl, "Did did I ever tell you what... Colleen's last words were. Her last words were, see, swing away. But she was in shock. Her nerve endings, like her nerves in her brain, yeah. were all firing. Like they were all going crazy were, because she was, she was dying. dying. And that's what she, he thought was happening. That's what she thought. That's what he thought. That she was going back to a memory. Like a random memory. In, of, of like watching 
Meryl play baseball. Yeah. So now we see the first flashback, and there's an ambulance, and the share the um officer um Paskey is telling. Graham, Ray wasn't drunk. He fell asleep at the wheel. Mm-hmm. Graham's wife isn't in an ambulance, but she's talking. Yeah. Graham wakes up and sees a cord on the ground. So he follows the cord and he hears like the TV and sees Meryl in the closet with the TV mm-hmm. and the closet is closed. Meryl's fucking weird. Meryl's weird, but I love him. I'll suck that. I'll suck that dick. Um, all the schools are closed. There are UFOs in the sky. This is where we start to see the UFOs over Mexico yeah. City. Like, we see them now. And there's all these lights. What we're he- seeing is in the day, mm-hmm. they're still there, but you can't see them because a bird was flying and flew into the direction, into the area of the UFOs. They think there's a force field around mm-hmm. all of these UFOs because the bird flew into this wall. It right. looked like it hit a wall and, and just it... fell straight down yeah. onto the ground. Like, do you remember Cabin in the Woods when right. what's his fucking name flies the dirt bike over the cliff to, to like try to get to the other side and hits the wall? It's an invisible wall, but once he hits it, it's a like a grid and he just like falls to the he died like he falls to the bottom mm-hmm. and it's over for him that's probably what it was like yeah <laughs> in my head or even just like an independence day i mean the same kind of thing yeah like when the jet was flying towards the giant ufo thing Cocktails, 11 p.m the thing this is what happens. that occupies space yes <laughs> gosh um, it. so yeah anyway so graham sees the kids Mm-hmm. With the aluminum hats on. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a little joke. Yeah. Um, and they're looking through this alien book that Morgan got from the library. And it looks like their house. Like there's a drawing in it where the house is on fire and there's a <coughs> father yeah. and like two kids laying what on the ground. What a coincidence. There's a UFO above. Like it's just a little crazy. Like, and oh, one of the kids says like it looks house. like our house. All of a sudden there's a phone call. Graham answers it. The person on the other end says, father. And then the phone He's hangs like, up. No, I'm not fathering you. Yeah, right. I'm not fucking fathering you. So Mel Gibson's character, Graham, realizes that it's Ray Reddy's house. The guy who they saw at outside of the mm-hmm. pizza dinner. So he goes to Ray Reddy's house, looks into the window and sees that there's a kind of like a struggle in the house. Like the lamp, lamp is, is turned over, yeah. the chair. Like things are just in disarray. <clears throat> so he looks behind him and he sees Ray in his Big SUV. So blood on him. Right. Um, Graham walks over to the to the SUV and realizes that like Ray is just sitting in there, has blood on his like side, and Ray says it was meant to be. He he starts to recount that he is the person that that killed Graham's wife. wife. He was driving down the road and he fell asleep. He said I was driving for miles and miles and miles. And he felt tired the whole time and he kept almost falling asleep the whole time because he had worked like a double shift yeah, he or worked triple so long shift or that whatever. Day. He worked so long that day and he was so tired he kept almost falling asleep and almost falling asleep and then he hadn't seen another vehicle for however many miles. Yeah. And yeah. or anybody for how many however many miles, and it was just at that moment when so he, that ten to fifteen seconds, yeah, where she was walking down the street and he was driving past her that uh-huh. he fell asleep and hit her, almost like it was meant to be. Yeah, he says it had to be at that right moment, that ten to fifteen seconds when I passed her walking, it was like it was meant to be. Someone said that to me, I think I would punch him in the face. Oh, I would have killed him. I'd be like, oh, it was meant to be, huh? It was meant to be that you killed my wife and you ruined my life. Yeah. Cool. Cool story, fucking And that my children... Yeah, my children don't have a mother anymore because you fell asleep that 10 to 15 seconds. Like, oh, I don't think it would matter also, really if they were, like, asleep or drunk. No matter yeah. what, you fucking are an idiot. You should have pulled over and fallen asleep, Must like, in your car. Must also be meant to be that I have a pen in my pocket and I will stab you through the eye with it repeatedly. Right? It must meant have meant to be. to be that I brought a gun with me. Um, <laughs> um, America. So we we also uh, hear that Ray says that he's leaving. He's packed up and he says, I'm going somewhere where there's water because there aren't any crop circles by the water. Mm-hmm. I don't think they like water. To the lake. When I see it, these places marked in crops and such, none of them are really near water. I don't think they like water. 
Also, I locked one in my pantry. Like, don't go in my house. Right, I locked yeah. one in the pantry. Well, curiosity killed the cat. Mm-hmm. Graham yeah. goes. <laughs> Investigates. Graham goes in there and sees that uh, one of them is in the closet in the pantry. Yeah. And he uses a knife to try to, like, re- see. like see in there with the reflection. And one of them sticks their, uh, their the fingers. fingers out and he, like, chops them off. He, like, chops off three fingers. But he he later recounts that he had a distinct feeling that the thing was, you know, violent. Like it wanted to cause him yeah, harm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it stuck its fingers out, like, from underneath the the door, he freaked out and he chapped the thing's fingers off. Right. Which then huh, doesn't sit well with Senor Eliano. <laughs> Eliano Gonzalez. Yeah. Oh, God, no. Oh. Um, okay. Um, so then we kind of um, have a, a, a cut to uh, Meryl, who's in the closet still, mm-hmm. again, and he's watching TV, and they're showing, like, footage of what this thing looks like when it says, ah, it's behind. Move, children. Come on up. I say that often when I'm playing Call of Duty. Like, when I'm playing Call of Duty with people, I don't know why, but, like, I say that often, and, like, I have, like, friend, like other people and, like, friends who yeah. do the same thing, and, like, when I say that, they know what I'm talking about because they know this exact part in the movie. It They're at, like, a, the, a, like a seven-year-old's birthday party, and this there's like uh video camera footage of the aliens hiding in the tree and then walking across this little path <laughs> it reminds and- me a lot of like the old um Sasquatch footage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's Sasquatch, but it- yeah, because it's yeah. like this. Yeah, it's like looking. <laughs> it's just like- <laughs> because it's that like footage where it's yes. like. Like, it also is like a deer in the headlights where it's like, you saw it, but it saw you. Also, like, you're both freaked out. Like, no one is innocent. (laughs) Um, Everyone is scared of everyone. Um, Which just goes to show, like, don't be scared of things you don't understand because no one gets anyone. Um, Just lighten up, everybody. Yeah. Um, Stop being racist. Um, So, (laughs) me... D. What'd you say? D. Oh my god! I was like, I'm so not racist. My husband is black and Irish. No, wait, no, just Irish. Okay, wait. Wait, what? I wish he was black. No. Anyway, (laughs) he's black below the below where it counts. (laughs) Jason is black where it counts. Okay. And also, so next preview. (laughs) Then he knows from experience. (laughs) Um. So you have a swimming pool. What? Oh my god, I'm, gonna, I'm blushing. I'm gonna have a hot attack. We see next that I need to fast forward into um, Mayor uh, Graham comes home and he walks in the front door, and then all everyone has tinfoil hats. Little tinfoil hats. Like the we kids don't want and them his to brother. See our, most, our secret They thoughts. can read our thoughts. They can read our thoughts. Our secret thoughts. Um, our thoughts. And so Graham is asking I the sniff kids. I my own socks. To blow myself to sleep at night. In, in my urine. Yeah. Or oh. what? Well, that's Yours. that's even more secret. Well, Is there a part of the movie where they say that they thought. smell their Frito feet? What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Inside jokes. <laughs> so okay, my, so, my four-year-old oh. tells me that <laughs> after, like, if I, if I have smelly feet... <laughs> He will, like, sniff them, my four-year-old, because he's a boy, and he's yeah. a, a child boy, and he has a, he thinks it's really funny when he does gross things. They're not concerned with disgusting oh, smells Oh, no. Age. They love it. He loves it. And he's like, oh, mom, your, your feet smell like chips. <laughs> I would eat your feet. And then Curtis, like, they smell like Fritos. <laughs> and that's what dog paws smell like. <laughs> Which is not a bad That's thing. so funny. I don't get grossed out by Charlie's puppy paw. I love him. I mean, they're not they're not wrong. They do. Like my when my feet smell bad, <laughs> they they smell like like chips. It's weird. What I the love fuck? Chips. 
Let me suck on this. How does they? Oh, <laughs> Patreon content 2019. D sucks on Patty's toes. Fritos. My free toes. <laughs> Let me see those things. Let me see those things. The free toes. <laughs> oh my gosh. God. We have to do that now. You know that. But I'm not sucking on your toes. That's it's at the $100 level. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ooh. If someone is interested in that, well, let us know. We can make it happen. It might be a little more than $100, though. 125 <laughs> I would suck your toes for $200. For $200? Yeah. All right. We can make that content happen. Go to our Patreon, Horror Hose Podcast, Patreon, and uh, $200, you get to see D sucking Patty's toes. I am quite ticklish. And you have to you have to leave us an iTunes review. Oh yeah, that's it. That's the other, the <laughs> Don't other, forget the iTunes oh, review. Caveat and the two hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, we'll give you shit for it. This yeah. toe sucking and like a t shirt and yeah. signed photos and boudoir photos. You get all uh, access to our full exclusive content on Patreon. Yeah, which is gonna be there crazy. We go. Toe suckers anonymous. I'm doing it. I'm all doing right. it. All right. Okay. So we realize <coughs> we don't realize anything yet. We. No. <laughs> Graham, I realize I'm a toe sucker in maybe <laughs> 2019. Coming in hot, I'm gonna be a toe sucker. That's fine with me. I want money. That's right. Um, so, <laughs> um, Graham walks into the house, and they all, all the his motherfucker friends and his kids have his brother yeah. have tinfoil hats on, talking to his kid that read the alien book that he got from the library about what these aliens want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, if they're hostile. They're going to invade. They're going to do hand-to-hand combat because they don't want a nuclear... Because they know that this, the um, white people... These are things that Morgan will, has learned from the book that he brought yes, home. Yes, but it rings true. Yeah. Um, that they will initiate hand-to-hand combat because, because they don't want us to... Implement nuclear warfare. Right, which will ruin the land that they right. came to like take for our yeah. resources. And if they lose, they will retreat, but they will return in like hundreds to thousands yeah. of years. They'll come back to take what they couldn't get this round. So Graham kind of asked them, well, I heard that the aliens don't like water. So yeah. I want to go somewhere by the lake, by lakes, oceans, water. Well, they're in Pennsylvania and they could get. I mean, there's like Lake, what, Lake Erie or Lake, or is that Lake Huron right by them or Lake Ontario? I mean, aren't they close enough to the ocean, too? Pennsylvania? No. They're close close enough to... No, it's it's definitely... It's Lake Erie that they're close. Okay. Yeah, they're borderline. Well... Borderline the uh, little... I'm not a scientist. (laughs) They they vote and home wins. Staying at home wins. Uh So they decide to start prepping. So they board up the windows. um, They, like... uh, yeah, they know the invasion's like full on coming now. Right, right. They're watching TV and they see that there are like 400 cities within the hour that there are going to be UFOs that are within one mile yeah. of like each of these c- cities. Yeah, it's full um, on coming. It's going to happen. Right, and it's to... a, like an attack maneuver. Yep, they're they're going to so... attack, they think. Yep, so they start like boarding their shit up. They board the the windows, they board the doors, they board even up like the bedrooms. Right. And then they Close go down the doors. Yep. Then they, they go downstairs and they decide they're gonna have like their last meal, essentially. Right. So they say also like, okay, you know, we have to put Isabel away. Yep. Lock her up Ugh. lock her up in the garage. That's so terrible. Are you fucking kidding me? They don't put Isabel away, they forget. Just 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 so everyone knows. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, Isabel dies. Um, <laughs> so they're eating their last meals and everybody gets what they want. So they have like spaghetti yeah. and like French toast. Cheeseburger. And, yeah, cheeseburgers with bacon. Chick- extra bacon. Chicken teriyaki. Chicken teriyaki. Everybody gets what they want. What would you have? Oh my gosh, that's a really, really good question. Ooh, shit. I would have bacon, Bloody Marys, mm-hmm. probably... Can I only pick one thing or do I get like multiples? No, what would you have to eat and then what would you have to drink? To drink, I would have two cocktails. I mm-hmm. would have a dirty martini, mm-hmm. a, a dirty, extra dirty extra kettle dirty. one martini with blue cheese stuffed olives. Uh-huh. And I would have a big Bloody Mary with all the fixings. Mm-hmm. 
And then what would you have to eat? No, more Bloody Marys. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't eat. I then to eat shithole probably she'd eat a butthole i'd eat a vagina um no i either sushi or i really like my mom's stuffed peppers and her meatloaf what would you have oh i'd probably have an entire box of Kraft macaroni and cheese garlic butter mushrooms you know what like off the top of my head that's what comes off the top of my head yeah that's what i would eat and then i would drink an entire bottle of small batch cabernet from sonoma oh my gosh you bushy bitch craft <laughs> <laughs> <Kraft> macaroni craft <laughs> macaroni and, and and wine and wine and I like really you. good wine <laughs> i love you too yeah oh my gosh yeah my meal is harder to decide than my alcohol because for my alcohol i know what i want yeah but i want all the food so it's hard for me to decide. I mm. think probably sushi. Okay, so they have their last meals, and mm-hmm. there's like a big fight kind of at the at the table. Yeah. Graham doesn't believe in God anymore. He doesn't want to pray. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't want to say a prayer at the table. And then the kid's like, you let mom die. I hate you. That's fine. Let mom die. Morgan. Right. I hate you. Oh, gosh, I hate you. And then they all hug. I flip out. Cry. I flip no. out, too. Graham flipped out. Yeah. And he lost his shit and he started yelling at everybody. He's like, you know what? You're not going to ruin this meal. So he starts eating everyone else's food like a fucker. Dude. Now we are going to enjoy this meal. No one can stop us from enjoying this meal, so enjoy it. Stop crying. Don't yell at her. All right. Since you're all not going to eat, I'm going to try some of everything. He cooked it all, though. Whatever. He kept it together, in my opinion. If one of my kids told me... That, I probably would have, like, stabbed him in the hand with my with fork. With the fork, yeah, for real, <laughs> like, like, in the possession where you're yeah, a little bam. girl. Yeah, probably, uh, yeah. same. Same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, all of a sudden, the baby monitor starts, like, freak out. Yeah. And the TV signal goes offline. They finish boarding up the windows because they realize like it's all happening, uh-huh. and we then hear creaking on the deck. Mm-hmm. So these things are trying to infiltrate. Their well, home. yeah, because they had already marked the farmhouse. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With the the crop circles, right? So you knew that they were gonna be coming eventually, because they already like were there, right? Um. So we hear cracking and chimes and. I kept thinking during this point, like, where are the guns? Yeah, right. Why does nobody have a gun? Uh, we have multiple guns here. Well, like, because he's they're a, in a farm. They have a farm. I know, but he's not. They're, they don't have a like. They don't have a dairy farm. farm. Like they don't have a meat farm. They have a no, corn. Yeah, you know. they're like corn farmers, and even he doesn't. He doesn't even like like curse words. You know. He does. He's not gonna own a. He's not gonna own a serious weapon. My mom doesn't like a lot of curse words, but <laughs> she has like a revolver. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, but your mom, your mom's a badass. So, yeah, she's yeah. a little spitfire. So, a little. There's a difference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bunch of scurrying around and pounding on the doors. Then all of a sudden, we hear that they're in the house. They're clashing and banging, and they're in the attic. So the family goes into the basement and they lock the door. Uh-huh. And, and it's not just like a basement. It's like a cellar. Oh, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Cellar. Like it's, it's really, it's creepy, scary down there. Right, like cobblestone walls and like. Dirt floor and yeah. like canning jars all along the wall. Yeah. Just like spider webs and junk. Creep. Creep fest. Yeah. Uh, no windows. Like it's creepy down there. Which makes it scarier. Right. It, adds, it definitely adds to the like eeriness of it right the doorknob starts rattling yeah and so the things are trying to get in so meryl grabs like a an, an axe, axe and as he grabs it he he knocks the light out oops. in the basement and oops oh you fucking idiot they can't see anything so they find a flashlight morgan finds a flashlight uh-huh. and they realize that the aliens are trying to get into the door but they're only making noises they're trying to create yeah. distractions they're trying to like distract them from something else Happening. that they're trying to do that uh-huh. the aliens are trying to do the family knows that there's a coal chute in the basement so they start searching for the coal chute uh-huh 
to like try to cover it up. And at this point, Morgan gets grabbed by one of the aliens because the aliens are like chameleons. They can blend into their mm-hmm. scenery. And so they grab Morgan and they cover the coal chute with bags of like dog food and stuff like that. And a, a can of Campbell's. And then, and then a, can, a, can of, <laughs> what, a can of something. But at this time, Morgan is so shocked, he starts to have an asthma attack. He starts well, to, like, yeah, freak he gets, out. Yeah, he gets grabbed through the... Yeah. Know, like, um, and he has asthma. ...of the shoot. Yeah, right. And he has severe asthma. And, and they nobody, don't have their medicine. Nope. He didn't, he didn't get his inhaler... Right. ...on the way down. So... He starts having an asthma attack. Right. And it's like, you, you know, the movie kind of makes you think, like, oh, this kid's gonna die. Right. It's pretty bad. It's uh-huh. a bad one. Like, he can't breathe. It and goes on for minutes. Right. By the way. And we have another flashback at this point. And we see now that the wife is pinned between the truck and the tree. She's like severed in half. And Graham asks Sheriff Paskey, is this the last time I'm going to talk to my wife? And the sheriff's like, yeah, she's not going to, she's not going to be saved. Yeah. She basically says she holds up like a hot dog and she breaks (coughs) the hot dog in half. And she's like, this is what it looks like. This is your wife. She broke her wiener. And then she eats the hot dog and then goes, like, Kobayashi. <laughs> Look what happens to the taco. Look, I don't understand all this fancy medical lingo. It's, I'm like, like, I'm it's like scary movie when he's like, I'm going to need a ride home after this. Tom, I'll need a ride home. <laughs> hey, I'm needing a ride home after this. It's so, every time I hear that, I fucking, every time I watch this movie, I just think of that, of scary movie when that happens. Terrible. Basically, the only thing that's holding her together is Is the truck. truck. I mean, she's like cut in half and she's going to die. So we kind of cut off after he asks, is this the last time I'm going to see my wife? Um, We see Ray. Now we know Ray Reddy, the guy who had the alien in his pantry who is going to, um, like, flee his home to go near the water, is sitting on the ground. And we kind of figure that he is the one who Uh hit Colleen, Graham's wife. And her last words, swing away. Right. See? See? Yeah. So we go back to the basement and the radio is on and they're talking about how the aliens are leaving. They're fleeing. And lots of people died, and some are just left. Uh, some of the aliens were like left here wounded. Yeah, like the aliens left it's other like a war. aliens wounded. Yeah, and there must have been a way that we that the humans figured out how to fight the aliens. Uh-huh. And Morgan still needs his medicine. He has calmed down a little bit, but he he is going he to die if like he doesn't a, get yeah, his medicine. Yeah, he went through like a near death uh, right. asthma attack, which is what triggered um, the reverends memory of how his wife died because right. he's like not again don't do this to me again. oh don't right he's like i don't believe in god yeah. he's talking about like i hate you i hate you because you you took away my wife already and then you're gonna take away yeah. my kid my kid too like i can't handle this anymore yeah. it's too much so they they uh realize that the aliens are leaving so they go upstairs because morgan needs his medicine and they're he's not gonna live if they don't get out of the basement cellar uh-huh. and go up and get the medicine and their home is like in disarray, like there's broken windows and everything is overturned. Like it looks like there it was like a burglarized home because all these fucking extraterrestrials. Um, Assholes. So Graham sets Morgan down on the couch and he walks uh, over to get the TV that was in the closet uh-huh. because they bo- everyone's on TV dancing and celebrating because right. the aliens they are watch retreating. The they're leaving. Yeah. They want to watch the news. So Graham brings the TV into the living room. And as he brings it into the uh-huh. living room, in the reflection of the TV, you see one of these aliens. Uh-huh. And Graham looks over and sees the alien holding Morgan. So he picked Morgan up from the... Yeah, the alien Morgan's picked like Morgan limp. up from the couch. And yeah, and this like limp. T- this like thing, this like uh, pokey 
<laughs> needle-like. But the alien also only is missing fingers. Yes. So he's the one that Graham cut his fingers off. Right. So he's got a total vendetta against Graham and his family. Right. So he's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to fucking murder your kid. And he's got this, uh, what, do, what would you call it? Like a... Oh, like a... Like a tusk thing that comes out of his wrist. And it shoots poison right. into... Uh, Morgan's face. Right. But because Morgan is at the point having an asthma attack, his lungs, lungs are, closed. are closed and he doesn't inhale the poison. Right. Um, and then uh, freaking uh, Meryl <laughs> is told by the reverend, the reverend's like, he looks over and he sees the bat. Right. We get another flashback at yeah. this point. And the flashback flashback is now where Graham, each point in the flashback, Graham is getting closer to his wife, basically. We're yeah. learning like more and more about what happened to his wife. And he sees his wife and she's laying on the truck and she's like saying she's not really in any pain. And she says, Tell me to play games. It's okay to be silly. I will. Tell Bo to listen to her mother. I'll always take care of her. And tell Grim. I'm here. See. Tell me have to see. And tell me you're all the same way. Tell the kids, you know, tell the kids, like, have fun, play. It's okay like, to be silly. Right, it's okay to be silly. Like, tell Morgan, watch over your sister. <laughs> like, take care of her. Until Meryl C swing away. Mm-hmm. So Graham, we get another flashback of Graham and Meryl sitting on the couch when they watch that the first alien attack mm-hmm. or the first aliens like over Mexico City, talking about is it possible that there are no coincidences? What you have to ask yourself is what kind of person are you? Are you the kind that sees signs, sees miracles, or do you believe that people just get lucky? Is it possible? There are no coincidences. Like yep. Everything happens for a reason. And that's what Ray had said when he was in the truck, that it's like it was meant to be that I killed your wife. Yep. That I that I hit her body because it, that, that was the exact only time. time. Yeah. Um, so when she says, see, swing away, Graham looks up and sees the baseball bat mm-hmm. on the wall and says to Meryl. Yep. And Meryl had said before like it just didn't feel right to not swing Mm -hmm. felt wrong not to swing. yeah it felt wrong not to swing he looks over at the bat swing away meryl swing away and meryl awkwardly in his like weird uh sexy weird yeah yeah (laughs) because i think he's sexy (laughs) yeah yeah <laughs> you sound exhausted by my the fact but that I'm totally obsessed with weird looking Mr. dudes. <laughs> Mr. Phoenix, he, Joaquin Phoenix. He oh hi Charles. Um, he's like he looks over all awkwardly at the bat and picks it up and he just starts beating the shit out of the sailor. Yeah, but he flings water onto him. Well, at first he just hits him. Yeah, and the alien like. Hits the dresser. Yeah, he shoots the poison into the kid's face. Then at that point, drops the kid. And then Meryl just keeps, he keeps hitting him. And he hits the dresser and some water falls on his shoulder. And it like starts burning his skin away on his shoulder. He doesn't like water. Well, because uh, Bo has all these water, half empty water glasses all All over over the the house. Because of her like fear of contamination. Then, um, so there, yeah, there's water glasses hitting, everywhere, hit, like hitting water all over this thing, and it's just right all the water. He's like hitting the, yeah, the he's like a cat water in glasses. a bath. So, the last time he hits it, like, or one of the last times he hits, he like starts to beat the shit out of it yeah. with the baseball bat. It falls on the ground, and like the last glass of water falls on his head. And you see in the reflection of the TV that it's like sizzling and yep. bur- like burning. The water it falls all over its face. You kind of see in the um, view of like the I alien and its eyes, and seeing yeah. the water fall over and like smoke coming <laughs> off of its head. 
And then we see that Morgan's lungs were closed. And the end of the movie. Yeah. We fast forward to winter, which is probably just a few months later. And Graham is a reverend again. And he's in the mirror kind of buttoning up his shirt yeah. and you can see his like little reverend yeah, his whatever little white his collar little reverend white collar and you hear laughter in the background the kids laughing uh-huh. and that's the end of your movie and that's it show's <laughs> over show's over kids bye no basically i mean the whole movie it's a good movie it's a really good movie it's uh definitely what go like a circle which i like i like when Things tie together like that. I love signs. <coughs> it's scary. It is scary. Part of it is part of it is a little slow, but mostly because the family is so awkward. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah, I remember like, when I was younger, when this first came out, I bought it and I watched it over and over and <laughs> over again. I mean, there were times where I would like quote the movie because I, I watched it so often. <laughs> yeah. Mm, oops. Uh, okay. I. Eat- so we're gonna wrap it up. Uh-huh. Um, we would love it if you guys left us an iTunes review. Yeah, like um, a good one though. <laughs> oh, a positive <laughs> iTunes review. That's what I should say. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at at Horror Hose Podcast, Instagram Horror underscore Hose underscore Podcast, um, Twitter, which we haven't been on. Uh huh. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Sorry. Uh, at Horror Hose, Snapchat Horror underscore Hose and. YouTube Horror Hose Podcast. But what you should do is check out our Patreon, which is Patreon and just search for Horror Hose Podcast because we are releasing way, way more content now than we had been before. And so um, we're going to redo our tiers of donations (laughs) as Patty Puffs are liver out over there. Um, I feel like this is almost every episode. Because I have these... These little mini Petri dish children who come home. Oh, Mom, look what I brought home from school. Oh, it's rubella. That's what you, you tuberculosis, that's what you brought home TV, from school? TV. Wow, good, good job. Gold fucking star. You know what? I got sick too and I don't have any children except for Charlie. And he doesn't <laughs> leave the house so there's no way he can get sick. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank we you so you much. Love you. Have a great night. Uh, hose. Out. Oh. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Horror Hose Podcast is an independently run podcast created by Devon Drosik and Patricia Quinn. All photography and artwork is created by Horror Hose Podcast unless stated otherwise. To support our podcast, please visit www.horrorhosepodcast.podbean.com. For more information about our podcast, please visit our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash horror hose podcast follow us on instagram at horror underscore hose underscore podcast our twitter at at horror hose or our snapchat at horror underscore hose if you have any questions comments or you'd like to work with us please email us at horror hose podcast at gmail.com